to number nine, the podcast. Hooray! Um, I'm Jessie Cox. I'm your host for today. And today we are very blessed and very lucky to have the assistant manager of number nine, Emma. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming. (laughs) Um, Today we're going to be talking about toilet training. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I'm so excited (laughs) for this one. I've been holding out, waiting for the toilet (laughs) training one. Um, So many people I know, this feels like such a daunting task as a parent. Because... It's a big deal, right? Trying to get the kid yeah. to go on the to- do do the potty. Do- so we're gonna we're gonna ask all <laughs> these questions of you today, Emma. So first question: When should I start toilet training? Never. It's hard. Like that. <laughs> um, Leave them till they're thirty-two, <laughs> yeah. still using a nappy. Don't worry, they're all eighteen and toilet trained yeah. by them. Um, toilet training is a great question to ask, actually, because there's lots of things that kind of a child needs to be prepared for and ready for before you start toilet training. And you want to see a few things um, that they're able to do, such as maybe communicate with you that they need to go or have been, so they've got that verbal communication, um, that they're kind of interested in going into the toilet. Maybe they're pulling their nappy and they're letting you know that it's full um, when they've been to the toilet, but then they need to develop the physical sides of it, so being able to pull their bottoms up and down. That's quite hard for a kid, isn't it? Like, have I got the wrong trousers on my child? Why are they not pulling... I think well, summer's a great time to do toilet training because less clothing is always good. Yeah. Um, little girls wearing dresses is fantastic. It does eliminate a lot of problems. Um, but they definitely need to have that physical ability to pull up and pull down. Um, that helps them create that, generate that independence to be able to go to the toilet by themselves. If they've not got those skills, such as that motor skill of pulling up and down and that communication um, and that awareness that they're going um it's going to be a harder journey so it's what better are you, to wait in terms of like talking about pulling them trousers up, don't want to like dwell too much on this but like what specifically are we looking for like being able to do it completely independently because my kid can sort of get it them sort of near yeah. a bum but she struggles with the kind of getting it over her bottom i mean i think you need to be more focused on the pulling down so you can get them to nip into the toilet quickly yeah. um and you can always help them pull them back up and do the bottom up but i think they need to be able to pull them down and i think it's great practice when you're getting ready for going in the bath or the shower to get them come on, we're going to get undressed and just see how they do it themselves and encourage lots of positive reinforcement um to try and get them with that skill set ready for toilet training okay so let's say that we've we've seen some of these um kind of pre-signs that they're ready that they're telling us that they need to go to the toilet or they've been to the toilet my daughter tells me to go away when she's <laughs> getting ready um she's gonna hate these podcasts isn't she, she? If she ever she's listens back i'm gonna have to be careful yeah. not talking about too much um when like what do you do next is it a potty or is it a toilet like what should you go straight for a potty I think toilets are better because generally I mean at nursery we use very small toilets that they're low to re-plumb your bathroom Emma re-plumb your bathroom with a tiny toilet toilet. um you know potties are great but it's better if you can get them used to going on a toilet because then you might get stuck having to carry and cart a potty everywhere moving it around where if you get them used to going to the toilet and that's where they go it's forms part of their routine mm. um, and then it means that when you're out and about you've you've not got that stress you've got another worry. hurdle haven't you yeah. if you're like trying to do the potty and then the toilet yeah I think it's much better if you can go straight to a toilet and you can really make it great fun I know it sounds silly but 
when you're getting ready and you think my child is nearly there and we're going to start this potty training, um, you know, get them flushing the chain. Children love it. I know it sounds silly, but they do like to flush the chain. Um, get them in the toilet, seeing what goes on in there, talking to them about this is where we sit. Maybe get them a really nice little seat to sit on. Um, you know, the little steps going up for at home. Make it engaging and fun for them to do and I know it's hard but I never get peace in the toilet my children used to always just walk in on me oh. um so just saying yeah I'm going to the toilet this is what we do the other day I had the whole family in there <laughs> it was ridiculous including the dog including yeah, the just making it normal this is what we do I think is really important not being not shying away from your child um and just going yeah this is what we do this is part of growing up making it a norm for them um, that can feel really helps. a bit odd as a parent if you're used to being quite private that can, can it be a can. bit difficult, can't it? Um, but trying as much as you can to be a little bit open, it will go a long way because children learn from you. You're their biggest role model. So if they see what you're doing, then that's a way forward. So you've got the seat, you've done the steps. Now what do you do? So I think you've got to make it really fun and engaging for the children. You can get some wonderful books. We do have a couple at the nursery that you can borrow as well, which talks about, I think we've got one called Princess Potty. And um, she talks about, she's going to have this amazing throne potty. Really get your child interested in it. Maybe using baby dollies on a potty. Talk, just making it as much of a conversation as you can. Picking pants and knickers is great. Going to Primark. So do you just go straight for it? Do you just go yeah, right, we're toilet. Decision, and then yeah. that's it? Yeah, no think, nappies, no pull-ups. Like No, so, I mean, a lot of parents do like pull-ups. It provides that real comfort to them to think, oh, we're not going to have a major accent everywhere. But really, a pull-up does feel the same as a nappy. And the children need to be aware that if they're wet they've wet themselves and they need to be changed where with a nappy it's that security so I would always stay away from pull-ups maybe use them in an evening because you can maybe when, when they're not quite Do you mean like when they're go, going to bed? Yeah right. use them for bedtimes but I wouldn't use them during the day it just is too confusing for them so I think if you're going to make that decision that you're going to toilet train you need to head to your local Primark buy 10 pairs of knickers um, lots of little bottoms and make that decision of this is the day we're going to start and you know get little stickers Um, my little one used to like a smarty every time she went to the wee so you can imagine she was constantly on the toilet so I made (laughs) a rod for my own back with that one so definitely go for stickers guys I I need it again I need a wee again (laughs) oh I've got to go again (laughs) oh have a smarty Um, just forgetting her to sit on the thing Um, because they can have like honestly I haven't tried yet but I could imagine like some children having a full-on meltdown they don't even want to sit on the seat yeah like how do you even tackle that is it just because I feel like I could have three days of just trying to get her on the seat I think you need to make it as a positive experience as you can and if it's really not going to work just take a step back for a bit I think there is no point giving yourself they're going to always end up toilet training. But if well, you've you got hope. that battle, yeah, 18-year-olds <laughs> wearing pull-ups, um, I think if you can see that battle coming, they might not quite be ready. It might be their confidence isn't quite there. And just give it a little bit more time. But once you've started, you do not want to go back. You want so to So what's really the difference between, it. like, 
I'm starting and maybe pulling back and deciding it's not quite ready. Like, what do you mean by once you've started? Well, I think if they're excited and happy to sit on the toilet, that's a real step in the right direction. And right. you really want to encourage that. The next thing is actually getting them to go to the toilet. And I think what is really important is that as a parent, you start it. I mean, often parents go, well, can you help us potty train and toilet train at nursery? And I'm like, yes, but it needs to start with you. Because you've got that one-to-one as a parent. So I would literally lock down for the weekend and um, have lots of stickers on the go, lots of underwear and, you know, lots of activities to do. And I'd literally set a timer for every 15 minutes. Come on, should we try and go to the toilet? And if you think, right, they need to go and they say no, oh, come on, can we just try and just really try and encourage it for that first day? Sort of every 15 minutes, do you need to go? Get them used to thinking, Yeah, am I, am I needing to go? And then if they have an accident, don't freak out. You know, oh dear, yeah, you've had an accident. It's okay. Don't worry. Let's go get I you I mean, changed. let's be honest, as parents, we've all had the rogue <laughs> poo in the corner of a room whilst we were changing on everyone running around. Or is it just me? Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I think it's really, I mean, I, I remember the summer that I did my eldest child's toilet training and I thought I'd take her into the garden for a little bit and she was peeing up a bush right she just but she did it right she pulled her knickers down first so like (laughs) progress yes progress but you definitely need to have that one-to-one with them to really support them in this because it is a big transition for them going from a nappy to underwear so I would do a lot of encouragement that way a lot of relaxing don't tell them off if they're if they've wet themselves um initially get them changed pop them on the toilet do you need to go anymore or have you finished like let's get clean let's try again and just you know treat it as something that has happened because all children have accidents there's just no two ways about it um and then try and get them to tell you when they need to go so then really try and encourage them to say when they need to go as well because although you're asking them you really want them to be coming to you going, I need to go to the toilet. So just keep yeah. that communication going with them. Um, and then extend the time that you're asking them. So don't do it every 15 minutes. Try and extend it a bit longer and try and catch them when you know they've had a little drink. Just try yeah. and really work with them on it. And like, when would you, how long do you think it should take? Like, is there a point where you think, oh my gosh, we've been doing this forever and it's just not working. We should stop and try again later. Or do you think once they're sitting on the toilet and getting into this, you should just keep persevering? I mean, if they've really got all those skill sets, I would try to persevere. Because once you've started, if you stop, it sends a mixed message. Oh, like if you just, yeah. if you just push against me long enough, I'm going to give in. I'm going to yeah. give in. And some, and some children are so ready for it but they're really engaged in that game of Lego and they're not going to want to come away from it. So you have to see it from their point of view as well. They've had the benefit of not having to come away from something they're engaged with. They can just go freely in a nappy. And now you're saying to them, no, you've got to stop what you're doing. It's a boundary that is being put in place. So you've also got to break that because it's got to become something as natural as I'm hungry, I need to eat. You know, Oh yeah, because they're good at asking for snacks and things like that. Exactly. (laughs) And is it worth like, should you... read someone the other day that it might be worth considering have like games that adjust for the toilet or books that they can sit and read should you be asking them to sit for long periods of time or I think it all depends on the child I mean if you're trying to get them to go to the toilet and you know that they possibly need to go but they're not really wanting to sit you can do something that engages them on the toilet that's that's not a problem I remember sitting having a little story particularly when it's a bowel movement I remember my my daughter not wanting to do a bowel movement on the toilet. So one of the ways that I knew what time she went on a daily yeah. basis, I got used to her her 
bodily functions. And so I knew that that was the time she needed to go. So we sat and I had a little story with her. But I think every child is unique and different. Some will just want to jump on that toilet, do their ablutions and get back to what they're doing without Great washing blood. their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but some you're going to need to take a little bit of time with. It all depends on your child as an individual. But it's, it's good to get them used to being in that environment and what do you do when you go out and about? Like, how do you handle that? Because the, the visions of, like, wet prams, wet car seats, <laughs> oh, just fills me with horror. Oh, yes. Christmas, John Lewis, 2016 was fun for me when my daughter wet herself in the queue that I've been <gasps> queuing for for, like, 20 minutes. Oh, yes, no. awful. Um, yes, there is. I think you're always going to have an experience as a parent. I think the best thing you can do, bin liners and a towel, because I used to stick it over the car seat, stick it over the pram, and put a towel on it. And then if they had an accident, it wasn't major to clear up. I always had like a fabric bag, which had tons of spare underwear in it, just in case and clothes. And then I just bung the whole lot in the wash. But thankfully, once I had that kind of, I I did take like three days to just do it at home. And I was quite confident that she was going to be okay to go on a small journey to maybe the shop or something. And then as soon as I'd get to the shop, I'm like, right, we need to go to the toilet. And I made it a habit. Um, And even now, before I leave the house, I mean, they're a lot older now. I'm like, who needs the toilet? And it's almost a reminder for me too. Oh, my sister (laughs) does it with me and I'm... (laughs) Um, and like so are you saying then the best thing to do is just to stay at home for a whole weekend I would and like three whole days like do a Friday Saturday Sunday yeah give it give it the best chance you possibly can to get that embedded you want them to be able to know that this is what we do and they need that support with this transition to, to being going on the toilet so I would definitely give it your all stick with them you know and try and do it for those two days. And you're going to know by sort of the end how they're picking it up and if you're going to need a little bit more support with it and if it's working for you or not. Okay, that's so helpful. And I've heard like some people, I know like some of my friends can, were saying to me the other day, they can get quite frustrated with a child, like particularly if they feel like they're holding it and they're not relaxing to go to the toilet. That can be quite difficult as a parent and you can feel a bit like, should it be carrot or stick? Like, should you be, like, telling them off or... Is it naughty behaviour if they're, like, purposely not going (laughs) Going to to the the toilet? toilet? I think it's a really hard call because you really want them to go on the toilet and as much positively you can do it, the best Mm. for you. I mean... As a parent, I had um, my daughter used to do the exact same thing and then she would wet herself and want to be changed immediately because she's wet. And I used to then, as this was a parent side, obviously we don't do this at number nine in the nursery, but I would let her feel uncomfortable for a couple of minutes and not rush to change her um, so that she felt, oh, I'm wet, this is uncomfortable. Mm. Okay, I really don't like this. And then I used to say to her, right, well, that's why you need to go on the toilet, having that communication together. And then putting her on the toilet, do you need to do any more? Just to reinforce this is where you go. go. And then changing her. And then I'd go back to, right, do you need to go to the toilet? Do you need to go to the toilet? Just to reinforce it again. Because sometimes they do fall in and out and have little phases with it. it it can happen but as long as you stick to what you're doing they will fall into that routine and is it worth waiting like say for instance you're going on holiday or you've got a new baby coming into the house or you're changing rooms or you're moving is it worth waiting till those transitions have happened or does it really matter I think I mean with transitions I think 
it's a really hard one. If we've got a child that's moving across, it's always to a different room, for example, it's always better to get them settled in that room, in that environment with people that they trust and uh, build those trusts with. Um, so I think it's important that we we kind of wait for those transitions. Lots of parents, when they're having a second baby, might want their child to toilet train. Because who wants babies. two babies in nappies, exactly. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think if your child's got all those signs of readiness and you've still got a bit of time before baby comes, give it a go. But you might see a bit of regression when the baby comes along because all of a sudden you're changing a baby's nappy and they're getting their that attention and they're not Um, but you can work with that if that toilet training is established you can definitely work on that but I think you know trying to do too much at once is always a bit of a difficulty so just I think look at what's going on in their little lives and try and do it at a time that you think this is great for them I can give them that time I know that I can work with them on this and that we're going to crack it together because it is a bit of a team effort (laughs) and should it talking about team effort should it be like one parent leading the way or should it does it not really matter I think both of you need to be on the same page and both of you need to to be able to do the same thing so that they can see that you're on the same page with it Mm. Um, and I, th- I mean, there are times that, you know, we get things wrong as parents. I remember in John Lewis, for example, nearly having a meltdown myself um, <laughs> and literally biting my tongue. Um, where I always found that um, my daughter's dad was almost the calmer, chilled one of the two of us. So she would normally go to him if she'd had an accident and not me, um, which was quite (laughs) handy. But I think as long as you're working together and you're following the same routine and you're using the same language and you're doing the the same things, it's really good because your child needs to be comfortable, especially when they come into nursery, because we're going to take that over for you. Mm. So they need to be comfortable for other people to take them to the toilet that they feel safe with. And what do you do about night times? How, what happens there? How do you crack that? So I, I mean, honestly, I didn't crack nighttime the same time as daytime because a lot of the time you'll see that a child has a really swollen nappy in the morning. Yeah. So you really want them to be dry. Um, so, and I think you've got to have a little look at your nighttime routine. Are they still having like a cup of milk or something before bed? Um, because obviously if it's not gone through their system quick enough, it's going to come out during the night. Yeah. Um, so I'd be looking at their routine a little bit, giving them a bit more time with their drink before they go to bed. Always take them to the toilet before they go to bed. And then you'll see when that, pull up or nappy is dry when they wake up in the morning and then first thing take them straight to the toilet um and I would see how it goes with that because it's really hard work when you've got to get up in the middle of the night and you've got wet bedding and things to change and they do naturally progress to that themselves do they right it's a natural progression so sort of don't make that too much of a focus focus no um because you don't want them then waking up in the middle of the night and you've got that upset oh and And for some parents they've just got over that waking up in the middle of the night thing (laughs) you want to start that again so I would definitely see how the toilet training is going during the day keep them in keep them in that routine of going to the toilet before they go to bed and then when they first wake up in the morning, taking them to the toilet and soon you will see that that's becoming dry. And then that's the time when you tackle your night time. Um, that's what I would suggest. Fantastic. So what would you say was your top like three tips for toilet training? Remain calm at all times. 
<laughs> don't worry. They all have accidents. Just making sure you're really prepared. I think that's that's a real get key. your bag with your clothes get your bag in, with your, your bin clothes. bags, your towels. Definitely, right, okay. um, I definitely get those things ready and in place. Lots. If you can make it fun, having a little dolly on the toilet where you squeeze its belly, have fun with it if you can. Lots of positive reinforcement stickers. Definitely more than food. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, it's a lovely step of independence for children and it's so lovely when they've achieved that it, it I really cannot is. wait to burn the changing mats <laughs> like I'm going to have a whole ritual where I throw all the nappies out and yeah I'm going to have a party a, a panty party a panty party cute. this is what I need in my life a panty, a panty party. party and make it fun and it's always great if their friends are doing it at the same time that is nice because they do like it oh you're going to so am I we do get well, like little girls, groups we still go to the toilets <laughs> together don't you so link together with some friends if you can if they're all in that sort of age group you know normally sort of two and a half plus is where you're looking at that kind of direction going link together and and talk to us we can help you <laughs> we've got books that we can lend we can talk to you about fun activities but yeah it, it, it's a lovely opportunity for children to reach that next level of independence fantastic well emma thank you so much for coming to talk to us today <laughs> thank you. i'm sure i'll be listening to this podcast multiple times in the next couple of months um and thank you at home for tuning in and listening to us and if you have any questions we're here to help and support you so do give us an email and our email address is manager at number nine the nursery.co.uk and feel free to share our podcast with your friends and do let us know how we can help and support you Thank you so much for coming. Thank and you. we look forward to talking to you again soon, Emma. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.